Hello and welcome to a special, what do we call this, emergency pod edition. Championship pod. Championship pod. The crew are 2020 MLS Cup champions. I'm Jacob Myers, your Columbus Crew beat writer here with the striker, Kyle Robertson. We are in section 102, right? Yes, 102. That's right in front of us. Uh, Right next to the Nordecki section. Yep, and and right next to where Fox Sports is tearing down their stage, so you might hear some uh, heavy machinery. But the crew are MLS Cup champions after just, I don't know any other way to describe it, but a completely dominant performance. Lucas Elorayon with the goal early, and then six minutes after that has an assist to Derek Etienne for a quick 2-0 lead and and caps it off with a A banger, a a stunning (laughs) left foot shot into the upper left corner. Kyle, just your thoughts on the match. Oh, wow. I don't think any crew fan would have uh, predicted a 3 nothing win. And uh, But no, I think uh, the quick, my quick thoughts are I was really impressed with the defense and how they really shut down Seattle. Um, the midfield was unbelievable. Um, the addition of Aiden Morris was um, unbelievable. He was like a little pit bull running around there trying to cause havoc. But, uh, you know, they the, the crew wasn't really tested. Uh, I, I think Eli Room made one save there towards the end, and it wasn't any, you know, it was a pretty far shot. So, I mean, the, that's three games in a row where they haven't given up a goal, and they and two games that back to back where they really haven't given very many chances to the other team. Um, so he really didn't have to do to do much, and you know that's you know unbelievable for for a team gunning for a dynasty that have been playing exceptionally well and, and scoring goals over in the Western Conference. Last time we spoke, Darlington Nagby and Pedro Santos were listed as uh, medically not cleared to play, which meant they had COVID. They then put out messages on social media um, about their condition. They had tested positive. So I think coming into tonight, the expectations were certainly tempered. Um, But I think, you know, the more I thought about the game, sure, they they did struggle a bit with when guys were out. But you thought, man, they they still had Lucas. They still had Jossie and Jonathan Mensah. If he was playing up to the level at which he was playing at at the beginning of the year, they would have a shot. And they did. They did more than that. <laughs> Seattle, I think that's my biggest takeaway from this match is just... The defense? S- no, Seattle just oh. was completely absent. Yeah. I, I mean, credit to the crew, absolutely. The back line, Jonathan Mensa really dominated. Artur and Ada yeah. Morris did a terrific job at limiting Ladero Morris and Rui Diaz. But, I mean, that was yeah, a Sounders Diaz, team was, that we, yeah. I feel like... Yeah was not um that was not the Sounders team that was playing the whole year no Rui Diaz he was uh he was very frustrated you can tell he kind of was uh had this little argument with uh was it uh Josh Williams and Jonathan Mensah I think after Diaz got fouled in the second half and he was chasing the ball down and putting it on the six yard and arguing about you know room taking his time and all that kind of stuff um you know so I think he was truly you know he just he, he just wasn't able to get to the spaces that he that he normally does and or heck left wide open like Minnesota did on on his goal in the Western Conference Finals yeah and I think we should be honest too it looked like the crew could have had four or five or, yeah. or more I mean they were dangerous all night really from the beginning and I just think getting that first goal yep. was so important for them with all 
I, I don't think it really bothered them at all just based on how they play. But with Pedro and, and Darlington being out, uh, they, they needed something, some spark early in that first half. And Lucas Elorayon, two goals and assists, gets uh, game MVP. We'll have more on the website uh, and we'll do a podcast on Monday kind of breaking this down further. But just a couple things that were said um, after the game. Pretty much everyone asked. Uh, Jonathan Mensa even um, cried on the field thinking about Save the Crew and, and the fans. And uh, I, I think just about every single player said it, this one is for the fans. They deserve it. Even Lucas Elorayon was talking about ownership saving the team. Yeah. And uh, I gotta they th- hadn't I gotta, won in yeah. 12 years. It, it, yeah. it was really amazing to see that that, that is their first yeah. thought as it should be well i got a photo of zellerion spraying some champagne on uh on uh, his boss the owner <laughs> jimmy out there jimmy? Jordan, yeah. Was he really? yeah you guys spray him and uh well, yeah he was probably saying, came out and sprayed some <laughs> he was probably saying thanks for the yeah. nearly two million dollar salary and uh bringing me here but caleb porter said after the game that lucas told him that you know, I, he, he said, you changed my life, and Porter said that as well. So I think you saw not, not just, I mean, everything. Sports is so secondary yeah. this year. I, I try to mention that, but um, all these teams are going through some bit of adversity, and it's tough to navigate these things. Credit to Caleb Porter for pulling these guys yeah. um, together through it. And uh, he really has done a remarkable job this season. And I just feel like you, the last three games – Specifically the last two games and definitely tonight, you got the best version of the crew when you absolutely had to have it. Well, they played like they were uh, shield contenders uh, right out of the the playoff tournament. You know, the MLS is back. That's what, that's Their defense was just locked in. I mean, there wasn't a lot of change. I, I believe the back line was the same all through the playoffs, Yep. Uh, except for the goalies, um, obviously. You know, um, but, you know, it's just as I've been thinking about everything, you know, I just... I just wish that I wish that this the stadium was packed. I mean, this the, the stadium would have just gone absolutely bonkers, and you know, especially everything they've gone through the past two or three years, and you know, they deserved it. All the people from Save the Crew deserved it, and all the people who um, who chose not to be here um, for safety reasons or for whatever reasons. It's just like I said, 2020 is just bizarre, and it would have been awesome. I was kind of hoping it would, it would end 2-0. So you could have a dos acero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, look, we'll kind of explore this more when we talk more in depth yeah. on Monday. But I don't think you can say enough about Aiden Morris stepping in there. 19 year old youngest player to ever start in an MLS cup. It was kind of funny when he came out for the press conferences after the game. He was like yeah. shaking. You, you could tell he had a well, bit of a champagne shower. In well, the yeah, locker room. no, no. They got him. Uh, they got him uh, when he was doing a TV interview in the, yeah, in, uh, by that. the stage. Uh, about five of them came up and got him with some beer and uh, beer and some champagne. So he got uh, he got a pretty <laughs> he got he got hit pretty hard. It's pretty <laughs> funny during uh, Porter's press conference, too. I'm sure people saw on TV. Josh Williams, I believe he, he could be heard saying, is he in here? And yeah. then he just comes in and douses Porter in the champagne i believe there might have been an f-bomb yep. dropped on tv too but just a really all-around impressive dominant performance well i think it's even more it's more impressive after what we learned with the thursday evening yeah and you here's know, and the thing yeah. about that is i like we said they still had players to make the plays but everything they do goes through darlington nagby and i just think through the regular season we had enough evidence to show that when he's not there 
nothing else really works as well as it could. Yeah. And I would say that's better than any game they had yeah. with Nagby in there. But I think it is a little bit easier to know that you only have one game, a winner-take-all championship. You know, right, right I know, but, but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, when Nagby was out, he was out for three or four games, and, you know, I think it's a little bit harder. And, and like I mentioned before, I think the, the blessing in the skies of this is that, that Pedro is also out because if it was just Nagby – um, in our tour or somebody else, Santos would have moved back into the middle, and I think that... I don't think creates, that would have happened. I think they yeah. would have put in Alashi or Morris. Um, but, I mean, Derek Essien right. stepped in really well for Santos. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that, I mean, that, that goal was un- unbelievable for him to yell and basically say, you know, he's wide open, and then to hit that shot, you know, to, that, that right-footed bender, you know, that just, just hit that right side of the... Po- I mean, I don't even think it hit the post, but it was beautiful. Well, it, it started with... And, and I think those two goals really sum up what the crew was looking for in Lucas Elleran. It's one, a guy that has a deft touch, world-class control and finish, and and also what makes him so good is his unpredictability of what he's going to do with the ball. That's what happened on the Etienne play. He fakes the shot, gets rolled on, I believe it was, to bite, and then he kind of turns and hits it with his left foot down the left wing to Etienne. Incredible game for for Elleran, and He's certainly going to be, I think, the early MVP favorite uh, going into next year. I mean, I mean, that's what you. I mean, that's what you expect. I mean, he's the highest transfer, you know, DP signing the crew has ever had, and so that's what you know. That's what you expect. You know, uh, big championship games, trophy games. You need your best players to show up, and uh, he was. Uh, by far, I think, the best player on the pitch, and um, and it showed all around. Absolutely. Well, to all of you who will probably be listening to this on Sunday morning, likely recovering from a, a bubbly hangover, you, you all who put in the work to keep this team here and convince the city and ownership to, to buy this team, uh, well-deserved to, to celebrate. And, you know, as someone who I've been candid about this, didn't really pay attention to this club or this team, it was um, just kind of an honor to be here tonight. And I'm, I'm glad you guys all get to celebrate something special. So we'll, uh, we'll have more on this later in the week. But what, what a night at yeah. Montfrey Stadium. To, to close it out, no less. Um, obviously, they'll play a few games here next year, assuming – um, and the, the season starts on time and all that, but last big game at Mafre closed with an MLS Cup win. Crew three, Sounder zero. Um, any last thoughts, Kyle? No, it's just, I mean, 2020 is so crazy. I mean, this is, we talked about how good they were all year and, and we talked about their depth and I just think it's really unbelievable to, that they're hosting the, you know, the MLS Cup tra- champion trophy. After everything they've been through, they could have uh, millions of excuses of, you know, oh, we didn't have this player or that player. But, you know, they they pulled through like a championship team. And it was a next man up. And, and you saw it multiple times throughout the year. If somebody can't go, next guy up. And, it, and it's been a variety of people all year. And I think it's just awesome. It's just awesome for the city of Columbus. It's awesome for soccer. It's good for, for MLS to see teams that do it right, that pay their dues that do it the right way and that aren't a uh, one of the top spending teams to kind of win it all and so yeah that's my my, my final thoughts on everything last question <laughs> do they raise the banner in mafre or the new stadium oh, oh, oh. yeah that, that, well give give yeah. us your thoughts listeners and then tweet at actually tweet I, you know, tweet yeah. at tweet at mike yeah. michael a raise yeah. one tweet at him Actually, you know what? I think it's so. I think since it's so crazy, I think you do it twice. 
I think you do it once in Moffray and then you once in the in the new uh, you know Ohio Health <laughs> Stadium. I mean, I'm just <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I'm, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it might be. But yeah, no, I say I say you do it twice. I say you you, you do it once uh, in Moffray and, and again uh, in the new stadium. Sure. I think last thing I'll mention is don't don't think for one second that uh, Austin FC wasn't gritting their teeth, sending a congrats to the crew for winning MLS Cup. Um, I'm sure a lot of you I saw think that. Anthony Precourt was like eating some queso and some chips tonight, just saying. He does like queso. I know. Doesn't he still yeah. live in San Francisco, I, though? Yeah, he might have. Whatever. We don't have to mention that guy. <laughs> With his horses. Yeah. They'll, they'll play them next year. That should be the opener yeah. next year. But we're getting ahead of ourselves now. I, I think we should wrap it up. It's about 1 o'clock. Uh, crew 3, Sounders 0. Second MLS Cup in club history. First Columbus professional sports championship ever won in Columbus, correct? There you go. Did Mike Arice have that? He, he would know better than, than any of us. He's a learned scholar. Yeah. And uh, probably enjoying some <laughs> drinks at, at this moment. But thanks again for looking at all of our content. We greatly appreciate it. Subscribe to the Dispatch if you haven't already. Yeah. And, and, and well, if you are listening to this, check out the newspaper on Monday. Yes, glad you said that. Our, our deadlines are early. So Monday we'll, uh, we will give it the appropriate attention needed. So with that, we'll wrap here. I'm Jacob Myers, Kyle Robertson. We'll uh, catch you later. Patrick, kick us out of here.